0: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up
1: Because this is nothing like that. working Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover
2: on the morning show. Very sexy robot.
1: Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
2: My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's
0: post-game podcast.
2: Well, we call it
1: a podcast, and it's very, very nice for you to join us today on a Wednesday. Al Dukes, what's up?
2: Oh, hi, Jerry. Now, the term podcast, pod meaning... I have no idea. And cast, well, that would be like a broadcast. We are
1: casting something to somebody.
2: So, podcast. For your
1: iPod. Isn't that where it comes from? The podcast? It started with the iPod. No? Maybe. I thought the whole thing was you had your iPod and you were Mm -hmm. casting for iTunes for the iPod. Is that right? That's where I always believed that to be. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea what pod means. Right. Well, oh, oh, did you see a, a nap place opened in New York? I did. Oh, I I had that written down. I
2: thought of you when I saw that yesterday. Yes.
1: You got to be kidding me. There's
2: a. We had always talked about this as, uh, you know, we work early morning. We like to leave early. Yep. But on some days when uh, you know our hosts schedule softball games, where we have to be in the city all day long, we always thought. Because I've heard in Japan you could go places and take naps mm-hmm. in pods. And we've done this before. Yes. So they are opening a place in New York City. I think it opened on Monday. Uh, where you can go take a nap 45 minutes. Right. That is perfect. You know, no. My
1: question would be, is it going to be like when you go to the doctor's office and they roll the paper over the, the bed? I mean, like, yeah, what I are don't you know. sleeping on?
2: Or is it like in a hotel where they're changing sheets out? Could be,
1: I suppose. Better make sure that they're washing those things. Yeah, you get, bed, you get pod bugs.
2: Pod bugs, not bed bugs, Jerry. Pod, pod bugs. bugs. Yes, I would listen to podcasts in my pod taking a nap. That's but what I. You're point. not really going to be
1: hearing the podcast.
2: True. That's a problem. True. Good point, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry, I have a couple stories for you. The first one: the five most violent and least violent states. Okay. States. Michigan. Well, are you going to give me the most, most violent? Most violent. So what they're basing this on, Jerry, is, let's see. Uh, it's the based on the rate of murder and other violent crimes okay. per per 100,000 people. Okay. So out of every 100,000 people there are, how many rates of vi- violent crime is there? That's how they determine whether a, a state is considered violent or not violent. Got it. So why don't we go with the most violent states in America. All
1: right. I'll give you my five. Okay. California, Michigan, Nevada, um, Florida, and I will give you Georgia.
2: The only one you've hit on correctly, Jerry, for most violent is Nevada. Okay. Nevada has 678 cases of violent crime per 100,000 people. All right. The number one state most violent state, according to these statistics, is Louisiana. Okay. I was—I actually had them in my head. All right. Must be something crazy going on in New Orleans. Uh, second was Alabama. Third, Alaska, which is why- Alaska? Wild, which is, do not oh come boy. aboard my cruise ship. You are headed there, my friend. I do not want violent um, Alaskans hopping on my cruise ship. Wow. And then uh, the other one to round out the top five was Tennessee-
1: Tennessee.
2: Now, I've heard about Alaska that um, there's a lot of druggies there. Really? Yeah, I have heard that. See,
1: I watch these shows, these extreme shows. Yeah. It doesn't look like there's much civilization at all. People are still building log cabins and fishing.
2: I think part of the problem is, is since it's dark there for like half the year, and then the other half of the year, it's never dark. It freaks people out. So why do you stay there? And they do drugs. Why stay there? So far away from everywhere else. It's not like if you're in Michigan and you don't like it there, you just drive across and go to Ohio.
1: I I understand that. I get it. But at the same point, and I know you'll probably come back to me with family. Okay. Your
2: family's there. Like,
1: I don't know. I, I could not live in a place where there is a period of time every year where there's going to be 20 hours of darkness. Yeah. You got to be kidding me!
2: We think it's bad here. Like when you get up and go to work, and it's dark, and then you come home, it's dark, and you really only see the light if you go out for lunch.
1: True, and that's not for us, but that's for the the, the nine to fiver, basically. The that's nine leaving to the fiver, six thirty, and getting home at seven. Right. You're seeing a lot of darkness, but yes. then it's not the same because on weekends you can be a normal person, wake up, and have a nice day.
2: Good point, Jerry. That's a fair point.
1: Saturday in Alaska, if you don't see the sun between noon and four. You ain't seeing it, right? That's hard. imagine waking up at 10 a.m. and it's pitch blackout. Think, and then you order pizza at 3:30, and the sun's going down.
2: I think they do a lot of meth in Alaska. Right, get out. Yeah, I'm gonna be on the lookout for that when I go for meth. No, you gonna purchase any? <laughs> no, no. I'm just gonna be see if do I see violent crime in Alaska. I have Alaska? a friend of mine that their teeth has a little bit mm. of
1: black in it. Their teeth. Does that mean that they are a past drug user?
2: Mm. Interesting. I've question. heard that. Really,
1: yeah. black teeth, and I feel weird asking.
2: Hey, your teeth. Were you a drugie or right?
1: Because it's two prong. One, you're sitting there saying your mouth looks disgusting, right? And two, you're implying you're asking if you're a drug user, right? Or were I'm sorry, right?
2: No one wants to be questioned about their teeth looking disgusting. I don't. You don't. But right. I'm curious. Yeah, I've been told that's a telltale sign. I know, like people who smoke meth, they they're missing some teeth. Their teeth are yellowed. Their teeth are spaced out. It's Mm. a bad scene. That's bad luck. Bad luck. But black teeth. Yeah, so don't start when you're on the cruise. Maybe they like to drink soda. Soda will rot your teeth. Soda will rot your teeth. Yeah, you're right. As delicious as soda and candy is, you've got to take care of your teeth if you're going to partake in that. Yes. Jerry, on the flip side, let me give you the least violent states. These would be places, these would be states I would be interested in moving. All right, ready? Top five least violent states Utah. Maine, I'll give you Utah, Maine,
1: Vermont, Minnesota, North Dakota.
2: All right, Jerry, you hit on a couple of those. Number one, the the least violent state in all of America is Maine. Bam. Look at me. They only have 123 violent crimes per 100,000 people. All right. Number two is New Hampshire.
1: Oh, I missed New Hampshire.
2: Number three, Hawaii. Oh, how nice. Number four, Massachusetts. I mean, really, with Boston, I thought Boston was not. That's funny because that was exactly what I thought. Yeah, Massachusetts, Boston's a big city. And Vermont, number five. All right, I got two. You did. You got two of them. Not terrible. That's a good job by you, Jerry. Not terrible. I would. I could see myself living in uh, hmm, Maine, I guess. It's so cold there, man. Oh, cold! I'm out. Oh my god, in the cold winter. Is Maine, cold. New Hampshire, cold. Hawaii, beautiful. Massachusetts, cold. Vermont, cold. Yeah.
1: Massachusetts, though, is at least a little more like here, although the winter might be a little bit longer, but it's more weather-wise like here. Maine is flat out. F- I mean, I went there with Columbia twice. Dude, it was like being in Minneapolis. Really? You woke up, it was minus eight degrees and windy. I mean, it was miserable. And I, I remember the bus driver, he's like, no, this is this winter. I'm like, oh my God. This is winter? Why do you live here? Ugh.
2: Go move to Hawaii. Right. Here's a violent crime story I have to tell you about. This comes from a town called Spring, Texas. Is it in Texas? It is. Spring, Texas. Is the town called Spring, Texas or just Spring? Spring in Texas. Got it. I I was a little confused reading this because I thought spring meant the time of year. It does not. Spring is the name of the town in Texas. Right on. A couple of women went out for the night in a um, Houston suburb of Spring, Texas. Uh, And uh, when when the evening was over, they went back to another woman's house where they were going to stay for the night, and one woman wanted to continue uh, drinking. She asked her host for some booze and cigarettes. Keep the party rolling. The woman did not want to keep the party rolling. She's 28 years old. She's the victim here. The 41-year-old woman who wanted to keep the party rolling uh, was denied booze and cigarettes, threw the woman down on the floor, bit her nose off, and swallowed it.
1: I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? Yes,
2: yeah, sure, Jerry. A couple of women out partying for the night. They're all staying at yeah, I got all that. this one woman's house. She did what? She was so angry that she was denied booze and cigarettes. She threw her down to the ground, bit her nose off, and swallowed it. Wow. She recalls, the woman who was bit, recalls calling her husband while in the ambulance, saying, quote, I don't have a nose. I'm 28 years old, and I don't have a nose anymore. Oh, my God. So what the hell do you do? Well, she needs to have full surgery, If the woman didn't swallow her nose, they could have attached it.
1: This woman's got to go to jail for a long time,
2: right? I
1: hope so. Does it not say in the article that you haven't gotten through yet? Well,
2: uh, the court hasn't run through the court system yet. By the uh, way, no court system needed. Put her in jail. She's out on bond, believe it or not. Although, Jerry, she's not allowed to have any contact with the victim. Oh, that's nice. She's a mother, by the way. The, the woman who... She's a lunatic. ...bit the nose off.
1: My God.
2: The woman who needs a nose now started a GoFundMe campaign. She needs $12,000 to cover medical costs. That's it? Quote, because uh, the missing piece of her nose was never recovered, my friend now needs reconstructive plastic surgery. Now, are we talking about the whole nose? Or a piece of the nose. The, the, uh, the entire part of the nose that bulges out of the face. Holy crap! So she was left with a flat face. You know when you see a skeleton, Jerry? and Yes. The nose is cartilage. There's no real bones oh in there. Oh, my God.
1: She ate it. Oh, my God.
2: Swallowed it.
1: I feel like throwing up
2: right now. Yeah. That's a violent crime. Dude, and that that
1: is a brutal
2: story. I didn't even see Texas on the list of most violent Put him on the list states. for this whore. Oh, my God. My goodness. That yeah. is... Oh, God. She, she wanted booze and cigarettes. She was denied. She bit off the nose of the woman whose home she was staying. Now, do
1: you... Th- I know everybody reacts differently to yes. alcohol. I, you sure. Know, there are a lot of people that are very mellow when they drink. Like, oh, yes. It really calms them down. A
2: fun drunk, you might hear.
1: And then there are others that do become nasty. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, is that a defense? I can't be, no, right? it's not a defense because you are responsible. She's ruined this woman's life. Yes, she has no nose. She always got, Well, she'll have a nose, but it will be a reconstructed nose. It's wow. going to be very strange. You've turned
1: my stomach this morning, Al Dukes. You're welcome, Jerry. No, you should not be saying you're welcome. Good Lord.
2: A new study is out. It says that there is an age at which people stop trying to discover new music. I think Eddie's gone through that. <laughs> when do you think that age is, Jerry? At what age do people stop seeking out new music? Um... They call it musical paralysis. 42. 29 years and and 10 months. No. Just under 30 years old. No way. I still still like to experiment with different music. I know you do. You're not one of these people, Jerry. No, that's too young. Yes. 24% of those said uh, that demanding jobs reduced their ability to stay on top of new music, while 15% indicated that caring for children... Pushed new music. Yeah, but discovery. You're still in the car. Yeah,
1: you still. Li- I mean, that's that's the only place I listen to music.
2: Right in the yeah, car. When you're
1: home, uh, you know, you put the uh, Alexa, put uh, put something on. But I mean, you're in the car is when you're listening to music. Right. So Eddie's what? Eddie's fifty-one. Is that what he is? No,
2: Eddie is um fifty, over fifty. He is Eddie Scizzi. Yeah, yeah. Eddie's a few years older than me. Maybe. Uh, oh no, you're right. 50, Maybe fifty-one. He, he might be turning fifty this year.
1: So that means for the last twenty-one years, he's been listening to nothing but the Allman Brothers.
2: <laughs> Correct.
1: Because he's one of those. Oh, Eddie will be fifty-one. He has no interest.
2: No interest in at new all music.
1: In new music.
2: No, although you know, I play all the uh, music coming back from breaks on the show, and occasionally he will say, "Oh, I like this. What is this?" Oh, really?
1: Well, because it catches his ear.
2: Yeah, and a lot of times it's bands that were heavily influenced by. You know, music of the '60s and really? '70s. Uh, there's one. There's a couple bands that pop up that when I play them, often Eddie will ask me who they are. Uh, one is um, the Black Keys. Okay, he seems to like that. Uh, especially I play a one song in particular. I forget what it's called now, but "Got to Get Away." I think it's called. It's, uh, uh, it's a very heavily influenced by the, by the '70s. He likes that. There's a band called The Hold Steady that I play sometimes, which he he likes. It's kind of a got an early Springsteen vibe to okay. it, so he likes that. So occasionally he'll go, "Hmm, oh, I kind of like that,"
1: and then never listens to it again. And then we'll never right. seek it out. And he keeps, well, not and seek mamas it out. The mom papas at five thirty in the morning.
2: Correct. And then speaking of old music, Jerry, there are rumors. You know, this is the fiftieth anniversary of Led Zeppelin.
1: Is it really 50 years? 50 wow.
2: years. They're putting out a um, a book. A yeah, pu- I we covered bu- this, I thought. We've covered this, but now there's rumors that they're going to do some sort of performance for their 50th anniversary. How about that? That's cool. That Robert Plant and uh, Jimmy Page are talking, and they're thinking about doing something together. They last performed in 2007, a one-off performance in London.
1: I'm always fascinated by the get back together and the, I, I guess, the the idea of the arguments that lead up to it. Yes. Or the disagreements or the, the refusal when you spend so much time with one another for one period of your life. And now it's like you're trying to get together for a show or two. And you can't, you did it every night for years. Years. And now you can't just agree with one another for one night. You know, it'd be like, you know, if... You know, whatever. Ten years from now, uh, Craig came back and wanted to do a wanted to do a show with Boomer, and Boomer's like, no, nah. I, I, no, we got we need the details worked out. Whereas every day for ten years, they both just showed up, just did a show, didn't think about it, discuss it. Boom, right? You know, this is one of those kind of like kinda like a divorce couple in a way. Right. You know, divorce couple. I mean, some of those are really bad, and I know that. But like at one point, you really liked each other. Yes. You can't get together for an event once in a while
2: for at, the kids. W- at one point, you thought, I cannot go on with my life without you you know you say that a lot i don't
1: believe that i do not believe that
2: that's what i hear when i I'm he- do not believe- when i, hear I do people
1: not doing believe- vows
2: i could not live without
1: uh, you. those are not in the vows the vows do not say i could not live my life without you they don't they say till death do you part and all that stuff. right but i bet you if you privately hmm, polled people you privately polled a hundred married people all right if they think that they could not live their life without their spouse, yes. I think the percentage that would agree with that is less than 10%.
2: What about when some, when an old couple, one of them dies, the other one dies shortly after because La- they cannot live without life, them. It
1: was, See, Now, that's different though. You're talking about an old couple that has spent a lifetime together. Yeah, a lifetime. One goes and maybe they lose their purpose. That's different than, say, a 30-year-old getting married because he believes he can't live the rest of his life without her. Shut up. Right. Out. I mean, honestly, you love your girlfriend to death. If she broke up with you tomorrow, are you going to just end it or are you going to move on with your life? You
2: move on, Jerry.
1: Because you can live without them. Right. If my
2: wife divorced me next week, it'll suck. I'll move on. She'll move on. I think that's the tough thing, like when you have children, that when your children first start getting in relationships and they have their first few breakups. Sure. They feel that they cannot move on. And how, as a parent, you have to explain to them, listen... You ain't even going to remember this person. I've done
1: that many times already with my 13-year-old. You have? Yes. Absolutely. With friends, yeah. I make it very clear to him. I say, whatever these girls ever say, and I don't know them, yeah. and I don't think he's ever had any problems, but I'm trying to stay ahead of it because yes. he's at that age. Keep Getting ahead of the that age. I keep telling him, look around. You've got 50 kids in your grade. You might talk to three of them in 15 years. Maybe. And he looks at me, I'm like, I'm telling you, the girl that's being a biatch at times, you'll never see her again. Right. If she if, if she's giving you trouble, you let it roll off your back, smile at her, walk away. Because you'll never hear from her again. You know, uh, same thing with friends. Like, you think these guys are your best friends? Trust me. When you're 25, you'd be lucky if you're still friends with uh, three of them, four of them. And he's like, really? I'm like, I'm telling you. I'm like, and yet,
2: yeah. we were told that as kids, uh, but it's still hard when you were in the moment. I totally agree. And it right? will be.
1: But it doesn't mean you can't at least prepare them that way. Right. So,
2: have you had those discussions with your kids? I don't have children. Right. I got it. None that I know of. Oh.
1: Oh.
2: (laughs) And that's enough. Oh. (laughs) Not hilarious. You are hilarious. Jerry, I have something for you here. The U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, their Office of Mental Health and Suicide Prevention... They have a confidential support for veterans and their families. You can reach them by dialing 1 800 273 8255 and pressing the number one. I always like when the option you're supposed to press is option number one. Right, as opposed to option four, six, right. or nine. There's so many things you got to go through. Yep. Option one. Or you can check out veteranscrisisline.net, they have an online chat function. I like that one. No need to talk to an actual human being. <laughs> if if you, you don't want to. If you don't want to. Some if people you, actually have a personality, Al. Yes, if you want to, you call the phone number. Don't want to, text. you can uh, text them on the online chat or text them on your phone, 838-255. Now, Jerry, when is this line available for people? I would say always. Always is the correct answer. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 365 days a year for veterans and their family members, even those, Jerry, not enrolled in the VA health care system. So here's what you do. You call the Veterans Crisis Line if you are someone you know is concerned about a veteran. Now, where do you learn the warning signs, Jerry? You tell me. VeteransCrisisLine.net they will show you the warning signs of suicide and how to respond to a veteran loved one in crisis. I will say I tweeted out the link yesterday. You did. Well, and while nice. we know
1: this is a great service, yeah, uh, I was taken aback a little bit by how many reached out Really, and I think that's—I think it's great to raise this awareness. So,
2: so you tweeted this information out, yeah. and people wrote back to you saying, what, "Thank you, Jerry." One
1: guy did, and I said, he "Don't did. you dare thank me!" I said, "My father's a veteran. Right. I get it." So, it, I, I think this is really good for you if you need it. Veteranscrisisline.net. You can yes. text it. You can dial it and call it. Uh, do the online chat, whatever you have to do. Eight hundred two seven three eight two five five and press one.
2: One. Yeah, Jerry. The warm up show is next.
1: I, I did that with you.
2: Oh, you were here this morning. Okay. Oh, and you're hosting tomorrow with Gio. That's right, because Boomer's taking off. He's off Thursday and Friday. Yeah. So who do
1: you want to do the warm up tomorrow? Well, you. You you will be here. So uh,
2: you and I will do the warm up and the post game. You got it. Which is coming up right now. See you.
0: It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already.
1: Well, we have reached Wednesday, and a very good morning to you. This portion is sponsored by Credit Karma, and a good morning to the rock and roll man himself, Al
2: Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. Good morning to you. What's up, Fender Boy? So, um, last night's a uh, baseball game, there was an all-star game played last night, Jerry. Lots of home runs hit. Lots of strikeouts. Correct. That's like the baseball season. Exactly. That's what one Bob Dwyer said to me. He yeah. used he used a very big term, which I googled. He said a microcosm of the of, season of the baseball season. Yeah, pretty much. I googled it. What that means, Jerry, is that I know what a microcosm is. An example. Is. Yes. I see. Right. You've got that <laughs> covered. Yes. So one guy whose evening began uh, positively uh, ended very poorly. Yeah. His name is Josh Hader. He pitches for the Milwaukee Brewers. Yes. Be honest with you, never heard of you, Josh. Because
1: I asked him if he had gotten the Josh Hader comments.
2: Yes, commentary. And the
1: look on his face, Al, it's kind of like a look you give me if I bring up maybe a guy by the name of Eric Thames.
2: Right, you'd be like, who is this now? Who is this guy we're talking about? This Josh Hader. Where does he play? Pitches for the Brewers. (laughs) Yes. Now, I'll be honest, Jerry, the last Brewers I'm familiar with is Ben Oglevy. Cecil Cooper <laughs> and Gorman Thomas. <laughs> yes. But they're doing well, the Brewers, yes? Uh, they're doing well. They're not doing as well as they were, but they All are right. doing well, yes. So uh, this guy's very excited. He's going to pitch in the all-star game. Uh, that's a great compliment to a career. Right. Uh, he does give up a three-run home run, which was not great. Not great. You could probably deal with that. It's part of baseball. It's an all-star game. You're good. Exhibition. During the game... Somebody who had time to do this, I'm not sure, went through all of his old tweets from many a year ago. Seven years ago. From seven years ago and uh, uncovered a whole bunch of racist and homophobic tweets from Josh Hader.
1: Not defendable, by the way.
2: He was Pretty bad. Yeah, very bad. He was 17 years old at the time. And uh, this was all going on while the game was going on. To the point where his family members in the crowd who were wearing... Josh Hader jerseys had to switch those out.
1: Yeah. So they could probably get out safely.
2: Yes. So uh, he had to address these, uh, you know, some comments after the game. Now his uh, teammate, Lorenzo Kane came to his defense, says he seems to be a good guy. Right. And we all make mistakes in the past. And in fact, Lorenzo Cain said, this is why I don't have Twitter. Because we, you know, we're getting to the point now where social media has been around for many years. Uh, at different points in, in people's lives, sure. especially, you know, high school kids, college kids that are now full-on adults with jobs. And then you have all that in the background.
1: And you're right, because you would say jobs. I would think if you're going for a job interview, yes, the place you're interviewing for probably checks up on you. And what you've done in the past. I mean, how that had to take a lot
2: of reading. I Only would think seven so. Seven years worth of tweets.
1: I mean, I don't know about you. I don't know what you have. But, I mean, I'm not very active on Twitter. And yes. I've got 15,000 tweets. You do. So he's got, I mean, I don't know. I didn't look. I didn't check his profile. But I'm sure there are many thousands of tweets. Thousands. And you're right. Now, I would think, in that case, some some guy's probably searching keywords, right? I mean, he's not going through every tweet.
2: Um, hmm, perhaps, yeah. you think that yeah. would be
1: any curse word, any racist word? I would right. think that's how that pops up. I would think so. Now, where do you stand on this? All right, Jerry. And this is related. So, you're Josh Hader. You had a tough night. What if you're John Heyman? Hmm. And John Heyman tweeted this about three hours prior to all this breaking. <laughs> Josh Hader is my new favorite all star. All right. I name him the nicest, most unassuming all star and he gave me a lefty fist bump.
2: I would slowly and then three hours later. I would casually go to my phone and delete that tweet. That's not deleted. Oh, no, it's not. No. My so like if you're John Heyman, do you erase that now? I would. <laughs> I mean, you talk about timing. But here's the problem. <laughs> if he erases that, then people screen grab it and go, look what John Heyman You're erased. Right. That's true. So you can't. Oh, my You're goodness. you stuck with it.
1: But think about that. John Heyman, who you may not know who he is. Bob certainly didn't know who Josh Hader was. John Heyman does. Yes. And I'm sure he's come across Josh Hader a couple of times in spring right. training. He's had many opportunity to write something nice about him. He picks this day. Today, right. Three hours prior to this
2: happening. to write that. Hey, man. Bad timing for, hey, man. (laughs) Bad timing. He's probably like, I should have just kept tweeting about Manny Machado. (laughs) Right.
1: Just leave that stuff alone. Leave that go.
2: (laughs) So, kind of funny. One of the other things uh, yesterday was uh, Rob Manfred uh, was chatting with people. And they uh, asked, of course, about face of baseball, Jerry. They always ask that around this time of year. And he was uh, pretty much insinuating that Mike Trout uh, could be the face of baseball, but he doesn't appear to want to be. Right.
1: I I understand that to a certain extent. I also do believe the fact that he plays on the West Coast is a big problem. We never see him play. Like ever. Right. I mean, aside from he's in for three days with the Yankees, once in a while they'll play the Mets. We don't see him. So he's probably right. I mean, maybe you could market him more with commercials and stuff, but what does that do?
2: Well, you gotta see the guy play, don't you? Yes. And and Mike Trout says, listen, the baseball season's a long season. I want to do other stuff other than just sure. be Mr. Baseball. It's like when Albert Pujols went out there. Remember, we all forgot about that guy. Yes, because he's playing at 10 o'clock at night on the East Coast. We don't
1: watch him anymore. It's yeah. actually incredible. You look at where he is on the list of all-time home runs now. as he passed another mark the other night? Pujols? We don't even watch it. Yeah, we don't even know. We don't, we don't think about it. It's almost like they don't exist. Right. It's funny because when I was out there last week, you know, I enjoyed very much the four ten start times with the Mets and the Yankees. And then all of a sudden, 7 o'clock, now you have another game. And the one time we were at Petco, the game was a seven ten game out there. I said to my son, like, you know, you realize back home, we don't even know this game's going on. You know, it was out there. It was 9-50 when we were in the ninth inning. I'm like, it's 1 o'clock in the morning at home. We got a great game. No idea. It's the same thing with Mike Trout. He plays in Anaheim. Yeah, Never so the key them.
2: is, Jerry, to live on the West Coast but be a fan of teams on the East Coast. You could do that. Absolutely could do that, yes. Could watch so we your... should all move. Yeah, let's all move to San Diego, you think? I would love that, yes. could be get very crowded out there. It is crowded. Uh, Louis Severino, Yankee pitcher, was a guest on the Jim Rome Show, and he mentioned something that Wilmer Flores also mentioned, uh, I think, last year at some yes. point. Which was that uh, in coming to this country and learning how to speak English, they found the TV show Friends very helpful.
1: Now Joe and Evan watch Telemundo every day. I wonder yes. if they've learned Spanish over the years.
2: Well, uh, Eddie and I also have Telemundo. Yeah, but up. you
1: don't have the volume on. Right, we don't have the volume on. Do you think you could learn no. a different language
2: by watching TV? I don't. I don't either. I don't know how Luis Severino and Wilmer Flores did this and also i was wondering you know how like we all have uh accents and uh, and speech patterns like our parents uh aunts and uncles whoever we were around a lot when we were young learning mm-hmm. the language do you think louis severino talks a little bit like joey I think he talks like Wilmer Flores now. Or Chandler Bing. No, I, or Monica. Or Monica. <laughs> I have no idea. Pick I up guess any. It's
1: possible, yeah.
2: Any of those speech patterns that if they have. If they're had.
1: binge-watching Friends to learn English, I guess it's very possible.
2: Now, this is two players at least that we know of. Friends yeah. should start marketing themselves this way. As learn English by watching Friends? But I wonder why Friends of all the, I don't know. the shows. All and why not Seinfeld? Right. I don't know.
1: Who Luis. are these people?
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> after every game, Luis Severino,
1: what's the deal? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> you got hit three home runs off you today by the, who are these people? <laughs> who are hitting these home runs? <laughs> that would be funny. I don't know why, friend. Maybe maybe Flores tipped them off. Because Flores speaks very good English. Yeah. If you watch him after a game. So it clearly worked. <laughs> so I, I don't know.
2: I know like younger kids, like uh, my niece in high school, she started watching friends. Yes. And it was... Many, many years old.
1: Friends, two and a half men is big now with the um the teenagers. Uh binge watch that. Uh there's Full the House they love. Full House, but that's kind of older when they were younger, I think. What's the other one? Um oh god.
2: The one with the nerds that. on it?
1: Yes. What's that one? What's that one called, Eddie? No, the show I'm no I'm talking Third about Third
2: Rock from the Sun.
1: No Third Rock from the Sun, no. I'm talking about the show where it's done in the future and they're looking back. What is that show? I don't know what this is. Oh, come on. Yes, you do. Well, How I oh, Met Your Mother. Yes. How I Met Your Mother is a big one right now.
2: Oh, I don't know now, this The kids show. are binge watching. You don't know How I Met Your Mother? Nope. I'm aware it exists, but I've never, don't know the concept. Wow.
1: Okay. And people say I'm under a rock and you spend all the time alone in your condo. I don't I watch mean,
2: television though.
1: You watch the ID channel <laughs> every day for six hours. What are you talking about? Oh, murders. About? Yeah. You've never come across How I Met Your Mother? No.
2: I didn't know it was a, like, looking into the future or the past.
1: I'm pretty sure that's been, like, a number one show. But until it ended recently i'm busy watching
2: friends educating myself jerry
1: you are not we got to take a break uh this portion of the show as we do take a break because uh we've got boomer and geo coming up in just a minute sponsored by credit karma get your truly free credit score and free credit monitoring from credit karma download the credit karma app today credit karma get knowing indeed boomer and geo next here on the fan
2: it's the dynamic duo of Alan jerry on the warm-up show Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M, the superheroes of
1: building products. All right, a couple more minutes to the top. American League beat the National League last night in ten innings eight to six. You have multiple reports saying Manny Machado's heading to the Dodgers, and it looks like Kawhi Leonard's going to the Raptors. Go.
2: Oh, um, Aaron Rodgers was speaking to the well, I don't want to call it the MMQB. This Peter King thing that Peter he's King? doing on um, NBC. Maybe it is the MMQB. Okay. Maybe he moved it there. Who knows, Jerry? Anyway. <clears throat> Part. Okay, Al's dying okay, right now Al? on the air. Yes. Aaron Rodgers Acid went reflux. swimming with sharks. Yes. Which you know I don't like my expensive athletes doing things. Doing anything. Bike riding I wouldn't even want. Oh, shut up. Imagine going swimming with Live sharks. Your life. And he said a shark came up to you him. You should write a book.
1: How to, how to bore your way through life. No, how to be safe. Shut up. <laughs> be safe. He Sit your apartment in the dark and watch the ID channel. There's Al's theory of life. Well,
2: you watch that, Jerry, you'll notice a lot of people up to no good. <laughs> Better to stay inside. Yes, right. A shark came up to him, and he, he pushed the, the shark nose, away right? in the nose. Yeah. He said he did it because he had a fear of sharks, and he wanted to overcome that. Very similar to a couple weeks ago when I pet a pit bull. Did you really? Same thing. Oh yes. I don't you know if not you were tell here. Me that. Oh yeah. Wow. I pet a pit bull, Jerry. Through a fence, but still, it could have gotten through me. a
1: fence. It could have eaten your arm and ripped it could your arm have. off.
2: But I was at a party, and there was a pit bull next door, and it was so friendly and happy. Jerry, it kept coming up to the fence. So have you had
1: a change of heart?
2: Uh, not particularly. Oh. But I said to the man, "Sir, I'm very afraid of pit bulls. May I pet yours?" And he said, "You may." <laughs> and I was, my heart was beating, Jerry. When I was, I was I was petting the dog. Was it a baby dog or it was, was not it a baby? Oh, no, really. it was, Al, it's never on. the
1: dog. It's the idiot owner who teaches the dog to act the way yeah. that it does. So well, if you have a loving owner, I had, you'll have yeah. a loving dog.
2: I had a lovely experience. I think you should get a pit bull. And it even had uh I don't like when dogs have what? even
1: had what, nipples?
2: Yeah, a lot of nipples. <laughs> so Hi, that, uh... My name is Al
1: Deuce.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.